magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Guys, what is up? Welcome right, to. No, start. I'm sorry, I was. Hey, guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 533. Uh, this week we are recording early. It is Thursday. It is approximately 9:48 a.m. West Coast time. Um, Plenty of time for because, an airing uh, of grievances, though, as my Miu Mini V2 is uh, 12 days this, out from order. This entire episode is going to be dedicated to um, Eli. Jared's ranting about sandbagging so, here, me. so so you ordered so me the the uh the smart one of the two orders from amazon and gets it and to be fair early. i specifically <laughs> asked you where i should buy this thing from as someone that's like way more tuned yeah. into this than i am and so, you were like okay. oh just buy it from these people i was like okay jared knows I, what he's talking about okay here's all right so i at the time you know, Amazon was listing them as like July delivery dates because they were coming from China even through Amazon. So I was like, well, screw that. And then, yeah, the website I gave you, I gave you my honest answer. That's where I was going to order one. That's how I got all the way through the cart to the pay for it section and then got cold feet and backed out of everything. And then later on, mm-hmm. I think the next day is when I looked on Amazon again. But it wouldn't have mattered to you because you didn't want white or beige. And that's the only ones they had on Amazon. Well, um, not anymore. Now that I'm looking, there's one that fucking delivers in two days for. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy that one. You'll be able to resell the one from uh, that's coming from China. But, it's 70, but I seventy five bucks instead of fifty. Oh, that's it's a, a twenty five dollar premium. Is it prime or no? Yeah. Is it for sure a V? It has to be a V two if it's one of the clear black ones. Yeah. Man, um, what are you doing? Just order the two day. Just, just do it. Because I know the way this is going to work out is they're just going to arrive at the same time. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Um, I will say though, so I did. I gave you the website I was going to order from. That was my honest answer. But also, I wasn't aware that that was actually shipping from China. But also, your thing is in the states already. That's pretty already fast for coming from it China. It sat around for a. Fucking you ever order like... something from AliExpress? Oh, that's my... the other place you can get it from. AliExpress is like, hey, roll the dice, one or three months. You don't know. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty impressed how quickly, since it did come from China, oh, it actually got to the break. States. Yeah, it's true. I guess I don't order enough junk then. All I know is that I really think it's awful that you're depriving me of my absolute favorite thing to do in life, which is update firmware on weird things and yeah. organize ROMs. Yeah, I've been hardcore playing that that game for the last week. Um so yeah, so me, the uh, the chat of the group got the ordered on Amazon, got it right away. So I've had like, my, Fuck I, it, I don't care. I'll pay a huge <laughs> premium on this. I'll pay a fifty percent premium. I don't care. Yeah. It co- it was two hundred and forty nine dollars. I think was <laughs> still a deal. Um, but yeah, so I've had mine since last week's show where I live unboxed it. It actually got delivered while we were recording, and um, it's cool, man. It's it's a fun thing. I like it a lot. It's definitely small and a little bit um, 
tricky to play for like a long period of time. But I've seen people too play one handed, like RPGs and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, do, dude, do you remember the um? So my um, I don't even know what you would call this. Like my my Grail controller. I think that's what they call stuff in like the sneaker world. Is like your Grail uh-huh. sneakers that you'll never never find. Oh right, the Holy um, Grail or whatever. Yeah. So there was. I remember this very distinctly. Was there was a uh, ad in Nintendo Power for a one handed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Nintendo controller designed for playing those kind of RPGs. And it looked like, um, mm. you know, just like something that was like basically shaped to your hand where like the, you know, you use your four fingers and your thumb. And like, I don't, I mean, I'll huh. probably find it on, with the Google search, but why would I bother doing that? Um, yeah. yeah. The one handed thing I think is really cool because like a lot of the games that I enjoy, yeah. uh, you know, like Advance Wars, stuff like that, that's, you know, more yeah. turn based or slower or whatever else, yeah. or you can just easily put it down, you know, not particularly, you know, when you play on these like very small devices, like I, I don't know, I'm not really into the stuff that requires like very fidgety, fast controls anymore, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think that's a really cool option to be able to play, play games one handed if it, if it suits the game well. Um, but yeah, I'm crazy about this thing. It's very, it's so cute. Well, it's in movie. six years when I finally get it, uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the uh, the the moon moon manabe moon manibe moon moon? I, I linked it in Discord. The Twitter thread of the day. Oh, oh! I haven't read this. Oh well, it's, it's, you get specifically called out, so I I got specifically well, called Touch out. Touch Arcade did. Oh um basically uh, well well jared it's just you know another one of these threads it's kind of like um reminiscing about um you know the the glory days of mobile and you know like basically before free to play okay um you know about that is huge like real vibrant ecosystem of uh premium games and mobile game sites and yeah, all that kind so, of stuff. So, I, I, uh, I, I'm not going to read this entire thing right now, but I will say this is in. I'm guessing this is in um, response to the retro, retro remakes guy or whatever, retro Rob or whatever his name is that went off on basically saying like Apple and Google screwed the mobile market that was supposed to be this really oh, good I, market or whatever. I didn't see that. The the thing there was that a thing I saw going around this morning. Well, the thing um, that I saw from was... from a notorious curmudgeon. So it's oh. like, <laughs> well, did you see the video from the guy that was like trying to argue about like the ethics of uh, Diablo Immortal? No, is that the same thing you're talking about, or is this like mobile specifically? Um, this was uh, about mobile specifically. Oh wow! Um, Shrug. Yes, retro remakes at Twitter. Um, Retro you know, I, I don't know. I mean, my, like, it's, this kind of stuff always frustrates me. My response to a lot of this stuff is like, okay, people are always bringing up the golden age of mobile gaming when apparently there was just nonstop premium games that everyone was yeah. buying and playing all the time that were amazing and all this stuff. And like, there was kind of that time, but kind of not. Free to play came out in 2009, right? So yeah. there was like maybe a year of not free to play, not even existing. And then it took maybe a year or two after it was even introduced for games to really like find out how they wanted to use it. But I mean, the first big example being eliminate 
that's kind of how things are now. It's like an energy system. It's like, you know, whatever. And um, I don't really feel like there was this huge, expansive library of amazing premium games that came out only between 2010 and 2013. Like every game off game that came out, there was a paid ripoff of some other game. Everyone bitched was a ripoff or that it was crappy and it was like inferior to the GTA or whatever it was trying to copy, the God of War. And um, people just bitch about it. And then they'd bitch about it being six ninety nine or whatever, you know. So it's yeah, like, and like, I don't think, you know, you know, if you really were going to be honest with yourself, like, I don't know, you know, like you're saying, like, I don't know if, how many of those games are actually like, really good. You know, I think, I, mean, I think what people fondly remember, potentially incorrectly, is um, like, you just saw a lot of like clever experimental stuff. Which, yes. you know, was a really cool time to be around in mobile where it was like people were coming up with like really cool yeah. things all the time. But like a lot of those things were like, I don't know, just sort of neat indie dev experimental kind of games, which still exist. That still over didn't place, make any money you know? because they sold it for 99 cents <clears throat> and people still bitched about that. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like, I don't know. There, there's I, I'm fine with blaming all sides on this because yeah. the market rejected the idea of paid premium games on mobile which is frustrating because I feel like mobile devices, even in those early years, were finally something that could like provide like real gaming experiences. It was like leaps and bounds over like Java flip phone games and stuff like that, which was just terrible. And so the potential definitely was there, but it wasn't just the Apple and Google coerced everyone into make these gross free to play games to yeah. juice more money out of everybody or whatever. I mean, that slowly happened over time. And a lot of free-to-play stuff, I mean, every permutation of a free-to-play game has been tried, right? The nice way, the overly generous way that fails, the gross way that squeezes every dime. Oh, yeah, or like, like whatever. Um, what the Strange Flavor guys tried to do with like Any Landing, where it was like free-to-play, yeah. but like with a cap, you can only spend $10 and then... And you once said, you I mean, did it, like premium, the whole thing. Yeah, whatever. yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. All that, every idea under the sun has been tried in a way that's like make everybody happy. And the, the, the problem is that it's not going to happen unless yeah. people are willing to spend like 30 or more dollars on a single game. And nobody is. People think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, the Ace Attorney trilogy just came out for $25 and people are freaking out about that. And that's three whole games in one. So yeah. it's like... Three, not only know, three games in one, but three games in one that like if you wanted to go buy the actual cartridges and stuff, you would probably spend 150 bucks, right? Like yeah. way more than that. Yeah. 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 Um, so if, if it frustrates me when people, I, I feel like have a rose colored glasses look back on that time because, um, yeah, it was a, a different time and there was a lot of really good games coming out and there was more paid games maybe than there is now. But I don't know how, ne- I don't know how true that is because there's always been paid games even up until right now that are really good. And a lot of like low key premium stuff that's really good that, still doesn't do well people still reject pain for something on mobile yeah and it's not just because the majority of stuff is like gross free to play stuff now um so i feel like yeah it's like the market figured out how to make money and the alternative was them losing money which yeah. they wouldn't even be in the market you know yeah. what i mean yeah i mean that's, and that's yes, kind people of my take thing. advantage of that and they're exploit exploiting people with a lot of this free to play stuff but a lot of people aren't yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, like that, that was kind of that was sort of my response. This was, you know, like after kind of switching to the production side of things, I've come to really understand that, like, we're just making the exact games that people want to play. 
yeah. you know, and it's like, yeah, that too. Really unfortunate that the games that like the mass market mobile audience wants to play, like maybe aren't really the games that I want to play or that like other people yeah. that have, you know, my taste really want to play. Or but, vocal like, people on Twitter and yeah. forums want to play. But I mean, that's the fact of the matter is like, you know, you have more access to player data than any other platform on mobile and you just build shit people want. Yeah. You know, I, like, I've, I've always likened mobile to music where it's like, man, I've liked a lot of bands that aren't really like mainstream bands or big label bands and don't get played on the radio and aren't in the top charts or whatever. But those bands still survive. They hustle and they tour and we buy their albums straight up. And, and you know, uh, it's not like I would be like, oh, well, the top charts are filled with this gross pop music that I hate. Music sucks. You mm -hmm. know, like all music sucks. Like, no, you go find the stuff that you like. And mobile gaming has been that way, too, where it's like, oh, these free to play games all over the charts. It's all you see. But like, hey, if you really want to play good games on mobile, they're there and they've been there all this time. Yeah, and it would I be really interesting. Like, and, and, but I guess like the problem is like Apple's closed off so many different APIs and like none of the scrapers really exist anymore. I mean, App Shopper yeah. hasn't worked in years or whatever. So I don't know how you'd ever really get this data, but it really would not surprise me if there's more and better premium games than ever before. You know, it kind of, well, I don't know, not to like sidetrack too much, but it kind of reminds me of like what you're seeing right now with like, uh, everyone's opinions on like uh, oil domestic oil production in the United States you know like if you mm -hmm. if you follow the common narrative it's like we're just not producing oil at all in the United yeah. States when in actuality is like we're producing more oil than we ever have but it doesn't feel like it because yeah. you know gas prices are high and that's all everyone's complaining about and everything else yeah. so it's like, it seems logical to assume like oh well something's fucked up on the other side of this when you know yeah. maybe it's just like the way that shit is and it's not you yeah. know I don't know. Yeah, the the other I there's a real misconception too with thinking that like oh, exploitive free to play is just this easy thing you can do to make a bunch of money and it's like that is the hardest that's probably the hardest hustle in mobile is making yeah. a free to play game that actually makes money back. I can because say that you with have extreme to dump, levels of confidence right now. <laughs> you have to dump so much money into making that work in the first place and that's why the majority of these free to play games at soft launch or whatever fail or get shut down within a year of launching or whatever it's because that's actually a very hard business to try and make work yeah um, I, I do so, however think that there's a very valid <laughs> argument to be made in that the so there's like there's like two sides of this so the one side is like looking at apple and google and and blaming them potentially appropriately for not um not creating an ecosystem where people placed any value on software i mean like from the earliest days that. of apps yeah. You yeah. know, like Steve Jobs on stage talking about what apps were. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was always through this lens of like, these are these tiny little disposable things that you buy for a buck or two. You don't worry right. about it too much and yeah. and everything else. And that kind of attitude sort of like permeated through the whole ecosystem, you know, and, and yeah. like, you know, what, one, of, one of my favorite examples of this sort of thing is like, you know, if you look at, you know, if you if you took the case off of both, a you know, a switch and a you know, similar spec Android tablet right now, right? Like, uh -huh. I mean, uh -huh. pretty similar little hardware, you know, it's an ARM right. processor, you know, runs, you know, could yeah. run Android or whatever else. And, yeah. you know, the actual difference between these two things is one platform holder that has an extreme vested interest in maintaining very high value um, of the software on its platform. And another one that, doesn't, doesn't, that doesn't give far. a shit. 
you know. Have you seen what goes on the eShop now? Well, it's, I, I guess as bad you know, as the App Store, but I see what you're like saying. Like the first party yeah. stuff, you know, like sure. Nintendo would never yeah, yeah, do yeah. like a 99 cent Zelda sale, you know, like that that kind of right. stuff, right? Right. Um, but then it, you know, on the, on the opposite side of that coin, I feel like it's equally valid to argue like, well, I mean, look at what fucking Apple and Google have stumbled into. You know, they have like an infinite mm. money printing machine that has created the biggest video game market ever. Yeah. From these things. So it's like, you know, the, I, 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 it's a really not black and white issue at all. But, um, us both having lived through the whole thing, I feel like there's a lot of misplaced, you know, memories about the good old days. Yeah. And if you even go the past three or four years of like the touch arcades, like best of the year stuff and go through those lists and look at what's there so many more good games than you could ever play in your life and that's recent that's the yeah. last few years lots of them are just paid regular games yeah um, i mean that was totally kind of still there i mean one of those that was kind of informative of um when i was building kind of like the initial game club library right was i was like oh mm-hmm. let me look through like the touch arcade topless and stuff and a lot mm-hmm. of those games um you know when you look at them through a lens of you know like a, a 2018 release or a 2019 release or whatever um, yeah. it was just like, yeah, man, I remember really, really loving this game, but this, I mean, this sucks now. Like this isn't something yeah. that people want or will play now. <laughs> right. But yeah. you know, you go back yeah. and you like read the, the, you know, late 2008 review and it was like, holy fuck, like this is it. Yeah. You know, like well, I cannot believe this exists and it's on my phone. <laughs> this is the best thing <laughs> right. I've ever seen. Yeah. And then yeah, you fast yeah. forward and it's like, oh man, this is, this is bad. I think that's, that's a, a good way of putting a lot of those game off clone games in, yeah. in perspective is because at the time in 2010, you're like, holy crap, this is like GTA on my phone. But you play it now and you're like, this is like a super busted version of mm-hmm. GTA. Like all the fun stuff is not actually there. And yeah. you know what I mean? It's just really going through the motions. Um, and the game so world's really like, small I, and the gameplay is very limited. Right. And it's just like. Everything's yeah. just very bare. But you remember I, it I is like. I wouldn't have paid $30 for that at the time. Yeah, I yeah, but, mad. But I mean, like, God, you remember that game as like, you know, a lot of the game loft games are like this. I mean, like, God, yeah. the, the game loft Assassin's Creed game, like the way that I remember yeah. that game was like, holy shit. Like, how is this on my phone? Like, this is yeah. crazy. Right. And and I bet if if there was a way to play that right now, you'd be like, I this is so bad. I can't even believe it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, but, I don't know. I, I mean, that's I, the, the game industry in general is loaded with these kind of like rose colored nostalgia glasses, though. I mean, oh, like. Yeah. I, you know, I I think everyone's experienced it in some way or another themselves. You know, like when you, I, I think my favorite example of me personally is Final Fantasy VII. You know, like when I was, yeah. God, I don't know, even know when uh, twelve or thirteen when that came out. I mean, that game was legitimately a life changing experience to me. I mean, that was mm-hmm. like such a massive leap from the Final Fantasy games with like the full three D game world that was just like loaded with secrets and yeah. stuff. Like I remember the first time yeah. that like I even found the ruby weapon. in the ocean like i was just absolutely blown away like i couldn't believe that these things existed in a video game and like some of the um some of the cutscenes of that game are like some of the most iconic things that that i have in my memory of like Mm -hmm. of gaming right but then you go back and you play that game now and you're like fuck like this kind of sucks like this is some hokey shit (laughs) like the materia system is really good like there's there's certain things about it that have aged really well like i really like the materia system i think the battle system is kind of timeless and stuff but like yeah the story is just not great the yeah. uh a lot of the game mechanics now feel extremely dated and honestly just yeah. kind of like aren't really fun anymore yeah um and I, I think i think everyone's experienced that and like so 
so I guess it's interesting to kind of like have that realization for all these other games, but then, you know, look at the glory days of mobile as like, oh man, this is, this is when people actually made good games. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I agree. And I, I do, I think back to Apple and Google could have done something at the time when the oh, market yeah. was really eating itself and the, the race to the bottom stuff. Um, I really wish they would have stepped in and made sort of like a pricing tier or change your ability to change prices so much or whatever, because yeah. a lot of that was self-made developers shitting their pants and being like, Oh, I released a game for $5 and it only sold 10 copies in a week. I need to drop it to a dollar. But then everybody was groomed to wait for that sale. So it's like, nobody wanted to be the first one to buy yeah. and then feel like they got burned and it goes on sale in the next day or whatever. And yeah. so like, you know, if you would have removed the developer's ability to change prices, like, Hey, you can change price like once a month, there's once every six months, something. Um, I think that would have curbed a lot of that stuff. And then people would have at least known like, okay, this game came out. People are really liking it. It's five bucks. I know it's going to be five bucks for at least six months. Mm -hmm. So I know that I, well, I'm yeah. And I feel like screwed or whatever. I, I, I would, I would love to visit kind of like a parallel universe where those early rumors of like the premium app store, like actually came <laughs> to fruition, you know? Cause like, yeah. and we've, we've talked about this bunch. If you've been listening to the show for 500 episodes, you're more than aware of all this shit. But like, um, you know, the the concept basically that, that was being floated around, and I don't know if it's ever really made it anywhere beyond like a discussion at Apple that made its way to a rumor site yeah. or whatever else. But the idea was like you would have kind of like the app store that was like the Wild West and then like the yeah. very curated like shit here is $20 and it doesn't go on sale. Mm -hmm. And it's made by like, you know, the quote unquote like real publishers and stuff. Yeah. So you could have kind of like the accessibility of the indie side and mm -hmm. also kind of like the preservation of value that would, you know, kind of be an analog to what Nintendo does with their first party titles on mobile. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff they could, but again, you know, like how, how can you argue, um, you know, particularly when you're talking like publicly traded companies that are in the business of making money that fell ass backwards into these, you know, I don't even know how many billion dollar industry it is right now. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, how can you look at that and say like, Oh no, that was bad. Those were bad decisions that led you here. You know? Yeah. No, I, I think a big problem too, is just Apple not having like any gaming DNA. Mm -hmm. Cause I think if they did, they would have been like, Oh crap, this thing is a great gaming device. And we've always wanted to do something like this, or we want to actually compete with Nintendo's handheld stuff or whatever. They would have taken it seriously and taken extra steps. I mean, imagine if all the controller stuff happened in 2010 yeah. and there was like seriously good controllers that you could turn your phone into a switch. And then there was like also really good premium games you could buy yeah. on your phone. Like that, that was there. Yeah. I mean, at the same time though, I feel like it's real easy to make a Twitter thread with the sure. knowledge of the last what, 14, right. 15 years of mobile yeah. uh, looking, pointing out what Apple should have done differently. When at the end of the day, like, yeah. The That's iPhone true. totally could have failed. It totally yeah. makes sense that they would just kind of like hack the, um, the iTunes music store into this thing that right. could also distribute software. And, you know, they, they kind of accidentally created this market. And I, I don't know how much I can really blame Apple for not having a crystal ball to like fully capitalize on creating the ecosystem that we 15 years later wish they would have created, you know, like that's, right. yeah. So it's almost kind of unfair in a way, you know, not to kind of like simp on Apple too hard or whatever, but like, 
I, it's true, you know? though. I mean, it's reasonable to think that because they didn't know what they were doing. It was all brand new oh, stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, God, um, you know, th- that was always kind of like my, my favorite thing of going to GDC and shit, uh, and, you know, in like 2000, uh, I don't know, like 12 or 13 or four. Like after the like the very first crop of people kind of like churned out of working on the App Store and like the Apple Games yeah. team and stuff, like yeah. the stories that they would tell you were basically flat out like, yeah, dude, we had no fucking idea what we were doing. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and it was like, I, I, it just, just, that was the vibe, you know, and it was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's appropriate of and likely similar of like any company that just yeah. sees a massive unintended explosion of success in yeah. any product, whether that's hardware, software, platforms, you yeah. name it, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. Things could have been done differently, but who's to say? who would have known that at the time? And it's yeah. very easy to look back with all of our knowledge and say, this would have been the right move. And, you know, um, I, I think too, you know, if Apple, the, one of the big things that created the, um, you know, kind of like the initial big bang of mobile was that wild West accessibility that yeah. Apple not really knowing what to do created, you know, and like That's if true. they, uh, you know, from day one, treated um you know the app store like i don't know like the palm pilot like uh-huh. the trio store or like any other cell phone store you know with like mm-hmm. uh you know some level of gatekeeping to get on it and you know some level mm-hmm. of uh, you know higher level of approval process like getting on a console or whatever like yeah. i don't think that mobile would be where it is now i think it would still be kind right. of like the engage stuff you know where you had yeah. a few good games a few developers that were really dedicated to making mobile that had figured out a way to sell you kind of like you know, yeah. decent to shitty kind of $20 ish games. And yeah, you know, that, that would be it, you know? So that's actually a really good point too, because things like iBeer were like so popular mm-hmm. and showed people like what's possible with the phone and like, Oh, you can download this app and it's a dollar or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I could download uh, it right now at this bar. I can just get but this. Would iBeer have passed the snuff of like a Nintendo approval process? Yeah. Like, probably not. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to think about, and especially like, so Nintendo, Man, they have been letting in like so much crap and it's so similar to what happened to the App Store. Yeah. It was just like asset flips and, uh, you know, people reusing an engine and just reskinning it in a thousand different ways or whatever. And I'd like there to be more curation on the Switch than that, but there's not. And so it's it's already a flooded market just with the good games, right? But I like mean, now the, there's like... Yeah, that, that has caused me to kind of stop looking at the eShop, honestly. I used to look at every week's or, or yeah. every new day there was new releases. I would look at the eShop and go through all the new ones just to make sure. And I'd wish list things and whatever. And like, I can't do that anymore. Like there's two, it's like 40 games a day or something. So yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's sad because I see like so many parallels with what happened in the app store. But in Nintendo's case, I feel like it's interesting because um, they, Apple's legacy lives with them because iOS is like a, constantly evolving thing nintendo switch there's going to someday be a switch pro or a switch 2 or whatever and there's probably going to be backwards compatibility but it it can start over it can be a new you know what i mean they can kind of wipe the slate clean if they want um and i feel like iphone doesn't really have that ability i guess there was like the 32-bit colon and and whatever but well and um, now the more recent thing too where they're just like removing stuff that just hasn't been updated in a while whether or not it works yeah like so yeah which when you have like a billion apps in the store or whatever they have, I mean, that's too many probably anyway. Yeah. But also 
that weird use case of I need this specific app that one guy made like specifically for my weird problem or use case, um, you lose that ability too if you can't just allow whatever on the app store too, which is kind of sad to think about. So I don't know. Yeah. There's yeah. no good, I, good just, uh, I don't know. It's solutions. Just, I mean, I, you know, what I say a lot is just, you know, we're, we're at where we're at. You we just got to make the best of it now. And we wouldn't be where we yeah. are today if it wasn't for everything that happened leading up to this. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, no, totally. Um, um, Oh, new batch of Steam Deck emails. Is it going to be my lucky day? Oh, are we going to get a, a live a live Steam Deck email? Where I squeal. I squeal like a girl. So a friend of mine um, um, is, is talking about, I guess he did some like research, and this research uh, may have been limited to reading r slash Steam Deck. I don't know. But like... Um, shit, I did get my Steam Deck email. Did you really? Please confirm your purchase information. Oh my God, Steam Deck. Live, a live oh my God, Steam Deck. But why is it not showing up? For me, it took like ten minutes before the actual store like reflected the the email. Well, it's we, it got forwarded to my Touch Arcade email, but it's n- from my personal account, but it's not in my personal inbox. I uh, so if you log into Steam, and this uh-huh. took a couple minutes for it to come, you should get like an actual like Steam message, like like you're getting a support message that tells oh, geez you. Geez Louise! Like, okay, to... my personal email was not updating in the window I had open, so that is the problem. There you go. Whoop. Steam alive, Deck, alive. right? And Ninja Turtles comes out today, and Steam Deck. How long did your shipping take? I forget. It was like uh, a few days. Right? It was pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, they it, okay. it was like uh, three or four days of processing, and then it's, it gets shipped ground from the Chicago area. So you should have it by this time next week, I would think. Hopefully, hopefully, very yeah. exciting news. Very exciting. Yeah. News. I'm going to throw this Me You Mini in the fucking garbage. <laughs> uh, well, so <laughs> speaking of speaking of Steam Deck. Um, uh, did you, uh, are you, are you aware of vampire survivors? Like, yeah. 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 I, man, that's like the flavor of the moment. Well, what's driving me crazy about this game. So don't get me like, before I get on this rant, like I will say like, yeah, I have vamp. I've bought vampire survivors and playing it. I like yeah. it. It's, yeah. you know, the style of game that I like and, and every like, yeah. I have some criticisms of it, but it's a, it's a fun yeah. game, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that's, that's fine. Um, yeah. I, it, but it's just like one more of these fucking things that just like I feel like just keeps happening all the time where it's like, you know, you have the like a definite I mean, we call we kind of jokingly they call them like real gamers and shit like that. You, know, you have these people that like hate mobile like they hate mobile with like all their being, you know, it's like mobile is like the punching bag of of choice, you know, like like anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, like first person to like mm-hmm. jump on how much a mobile game sucks and everything else like right, that, right? Right. This fucking game is a clone of of a mobile game. Of mag- <laughs> magical cell. What was it? I, I always forget. It's, it's, it's such a generic name. Uh Magic Survival on Android, Magic. which has it's a very very successful popular game. It's got a huge community online mm-hmm. all this stuff, but yeah. It's just like continually amusing to me how it's like um, you know, PC gamers or console gamers or whatever are yeah. will love a mobile game, provided well, it's offered to them in the correct context. You know, yeah. Like it reminds me, and this is a, a kind of an absurd comparison, but this is just kind of what jumped in my head when I was thinking about this. It was like, it you know, it reminds me of, uh, you know, if you gave someone like a really weird, uh, like food ingredient, you know, where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, Jared, you want to eat this like pig tongue or something like that? Yeah. You'd be like, fuck, no, I don't want it. No, that yeah. sounds gross as shit. But if you're like, here, try this taco. But Or yeah, <laughs> try this taco or like, oh, hey, check it out. We're at this like 
fancy restaurant with a tasting menu. Here's your, you know, pig tongue sorbet or yeah. whatever. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this rules. Like, <laughs> right. No, it's you know? true. And that's, um, that's what it feels like when this stuff happens. You know, it's like, I don't know. The other funny thing about vampire survivors is that um, essentially it's just a dual stick shooter with auto fire. Yeah. So it's a single stick shooter. I mean, it's which like, it works really well on mobile, but like basic shit. I, I, I look at it and I'm like, this feels like I Dracula yes. or something from like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 12 years ago, whatever, or even like mini gore, any of the dual stick shooters that got all popular just without the you aiming part. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it just, it's very funny to me that people are like, Oh, it's so cool. Like, yeah, you just focus on the upgrades and blah, 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 and all this stuff. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, like that. dude, that's what drives me insane. When you read like, uh I, I don't know i was like driving myself crazy leaving reading the uh the steam reviews of this mm-hmm. you know like the stuff that people list that they yeah. love about it it's like yeah. this, these are mobile game tropes like everything that yeah. you listed here yeah is a mobile game trope so yeah well if you want because it i'll mention it because it came out this week um i imagine there's a you, bunch of really good clones now of a right clone because well, <laughs> this guy specifically made a game to be a clone of vampire survivors on steam. Right. So <laughs> he looked at the popularity of that and was like, I want that on mobile, but I want to do it my own way. Um, Grim night heroes is the name of the one that just came out this week. That's basically vampire survivors, but for mobile, um, I haven't played it yet, but people seem to be liking it. And so if you like that game and want it on your phone, Z's, um, there you go. But um, what's it called again? Grim night heroes, like night with a K or, uh, no, like the nighttime. G R I M N I G H T heroes. Okay, got it. Got it. Got colon it. survivors. Um, yeah. So it, I'll, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, you know, it's obviously like reading his posts and like the upcoming when the game was upcoming and stuff. Um, it's just obviously he's like really passionate about it and wants to like take in all ideas and stuff like that. It's not like a oh, I'm gonna cash in on this vampire survivors thing. It's more like. Well, I oh, mean, I want that, but on my phone, but my, the way I want to do all the things I want to do with it. Yeah. Like I, and what feedback I, I have a few beefs with, um, you know, and this, this, this is shared with vampire survivor and, um, magic, uh, magical survivor is that like, yeah. and, and this is a similar problem that I feel like a lot of games that have like roguelike upgradey sort of elements. And that just takes like forever to get cool. Right. Like, yeah. like vampire survivor your game like you start with like nothing but you know the problem is like that's kind of what what makes the game cool also is that like the power curve of like you know you start like throwing like like barely able to kill anything you know just like throwing one knife a a hell beast of destruction and then yeah you're just like you know like the the bullet hell thing where it's like stuff's moving around so fast you can't even like kill stuff but i do wish it went a little bit faster because like yeah um it, it it to me um seems like it falls in this if it sort of fails in the same way that like ftl does in a way and you know mm. ftl is one of my favorite games of all time but like you'll definitely get to a point where like you know a good ftl run takes about a half hour or sometimes more mm-hmm. um but you can get like 15 20 minutes in and just like not really be getting the upgrades that you need anymore yeah and yeah. you're you might as well just like not even keep playing because like you're yeah just kind of like behind the curve on where you know you it's going to be a bad run or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like, um, 
you know, like, 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 for instance, you know, if you're just not getting enough scrap in FTL or, you know, you had to make a yeah. bunch of repairs and a bunch of your scrap went into that, or yeah. you know, you're not getting like the right drone control modules, like you're just yeah. probably not going to be able to beat the boss. I think and, games like this, cause that that's been a knock with this new one that just came out too, is like runs are like 20 minutes and on mobile, that's just kind of ridiculous. But yeah. I think games like this where there is long play sessions, need to have like a separate like blitz mode or whatever. And mm -hmm. so if you have the time, you want to sit down, you want the full enchilada, you can do that. But if you want to play something that's like five minutes or less, here's the blitz mode. We ramp up the difficulty crazy. We throw stuff at you way faster or whatever. Yeah, so you, you can like start at level 10 of, with like random yeah, upgrades or, or you know. Um, yeah, so something like that. I think mobile always needs that quick pick yeah. up and play mode, at least as an option. Yeah, I, I've primarily like Vampire Survivors has turned into kind of like the game that I play when I'm like watching something on TV that like I only need to give about like 50% yeah. attention to. Yeah, right. Um, Which is great. What a good mobile game. Yeah. Like, right. To have, right. Like. <laughs> right. So well, I don't know. But it's just, it's just, I mean, the thing's been glued to the top, top, top Steam charts. Like it has so I many know. positive reviews that it's like, it like seems like it oscillates between like number six and number seven, like best reviewed game on Steam of all time. Yeah. Well, it's and also it's, crazy. It's three bucks, right? And that's yeah. cheap for a Steam game. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's only $3. But I feel like if it was on mobile and $3, people would be like, mm, I don't know. How good is it? How many hours <laughs> does it have? Like, yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I have not been watching the time, but um, I did have a few news stories we could jump into. Oh, we're only like a half, only like a half hour in. You got plenty of time. Oh, really? Yeah, on a complete other tangent, if you want. I really just want to wrap things up so I can respond to my Steam Deck email and get that thing in the mail. You know. I mean, you can. I feel like you can easily click purchase. By Is that all you in. do? Yeah, you don't have to do shit. You just <laughs> basically say like, "Yes, okay, I want this." Um, like you have your Steam talk. payment information in, right? Sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, wait, actually. Oh yeah, I do. Oh my um, gosh. We should talk about, um, well, I can, uh, I can talk about the league of legends stuff while you give the podcast 50% attention. Uh, okay. And, and urgently actually this was, I, I, this was a topic I wanted to hit on because there was the big Xbox showcase on yeah. Sunday. Well, and, I, so uh, I, I, what I liked about this Xbox showcase was like, I thought, man, there was like, everything in there i was like i at least want to try that you know right. like what's so cool yeah. to me about game pass is like, you just can't you know, like that yeah. um they showed this game that looks kind of like a um uh like a pied piper sort of like rat control like swarm of rat controlling kind of like adventure puzzle game or whatever and i was like this is the ex I was I was just thinking I was like this is the exact fucking game that i would watch a trailer be like this is really cool spend 60 dollars on it play it for yeah an hour and be like oh this is neat but i don't know it's just kind of dumb and now i can just i can do that exact thing with game pass and it cost me zero dollars yeah you know <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous how um good a value game pass continues to be yeah and i i can't help but wonder especially because we saw you saw firsthand with like game club we've seen it with apple arcade Netflix games, which we talked about last week, which is being doing phenomenal right now. But my my question is, how is this sustainable? I and mean, with Game Pass, I mean, Microsoft has infinite money, so maybe that's it. But like, is this a profitable endeavor for them 
ever or how long in the future are they hoping it to I mean, be it or whatever? Honestly, surprise Because I feel like it's... something has to give because it keeps getting better and better and better, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, I think, I think it has to. I mean, the the magic of subscription stuff is that people just keep paying, right? So yeah. the more people that you get, the more people are paying everyone. The more that snowball grows, and the more that you can do with that money, you know, and like, I. I Microsoft's just building a platform, right? They just want everyone yeah. subscribed to Game Pass. Like they don't give a shit. And it'll work itself out eventually if it's not working itself out right now, you know, as they hit a critical mass where like everyone that cares about video games just subscribe to Game Pass, which yeah, you know, I I feel like is, you know, on its way easily uh to be happening. Like particularly if they keep adding extra value in on this. So, like, you know, the the news story that you've got. Um so this was like the extreme surprise of this entire event for me is that, and, you know, so if, if last week I told you like, Hey man, you know what, what would be really cool with game pass is like, if you, if you just got everything in league of legends and like the other riot games for free, right? Like that would be like, <laughs> like kids, like, like talking about my uncle works at Nintendo bullshit on a school bus level yeah. of absurd. Right. But it's just like part of game pass now. So like once, yeah. whenever this goes live, which I don't know if they said when it, is i mean it sounds like soon but i don't know um you just link your riot account to your microsoft account and guess what you just all this stuff from this unlocked every yeah just everything like everything for free like i I think costs like a thousand bucks or whatever if you paid to unlock everything uh you just give for free which yeah i mean like to, to me like that has to show like the scale of how much money microsoft is making on game center if they can do deals like this yeah you know like it has to just be unbelievable yeah i don't know it's it's i do wonder um because it doesn't seem like there's any possibility that this stuff can be making the money in the long run but maybe it is. i I just i think it will is it just becomes like the way that you just get games you know like it's that's true too i Um, i i i don't think that um you know a game past subscription is really something that's that optional anymore if you care at all about like playing stuff on your xbox i mean like why why on earth would you spend 60 dollars on starfield or any of these other you know big budget triple a games that you would definitely buy if you can just get for 15 bucks a month and get like this overwhelming fire hose of other shit to play in the meantime yeah and access xbox live and all the pc stuff and We've said this so many times before, but like if I I would leave on my lunch hour and just be bored and go look at the game store mm-hmm. and just buy a game just because I was bored and wanted a new game. And that was 60 bucks, whether it was good or not. And um, that's five, five months of Game Pass for that $60. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, I did that probably what? couple times a month at minimum. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like even if you're just the casual buying a game here and there guy, game pass is still paying for itself um because you're you were spending 60 bucks a pop or whatever and then i feel like a huge bulk of xbox uh and probably playstation 2 but i feel like more xbox are people that buy it for like one game they buy that call of duty with their friends or they buy it for halo or whatever yeah um and then might never own more than like a handful of other games yeah for me Um, i mean the only the only games that i've bought outside of game pass on my xbox is the call of duty games because call of duty is not in game pass you know but i guess if the Activision deal goes through, they will be, and that will then everything that I like will just be on Game Pass, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of crazy because, like, I look at, like, um, 
some of my friends who are specifically Destiny or Call of Duty people or whatever and don't really play. They grew up playing a lot of games, but nowadays it's kind of like they play online with friends and it's whatever the game their friends are playing, which is usually Call of Duty or Destiny or whatever. Um, And outside of that, they've kind of lost that passion of like trying games or playing through games or whatever. But then Game Pass has like given them that opportunity to like, try out a game or like, Oh, I, I tried this game and loved mm-hmm. it. And I actually beat it. I haven't beat a game in years or, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, whereas if, if it was a, a situation of like, Hey, this cool game came out, go buy it for 60 bucks. It'd be like, nah, not, you know, I just play call of duty anyway, whatever. Oh yeah. A mil- million um, percent. I mean, I'm, I'm in the exact same situation with a lot of this shit and that, like, I just have so much stuff to play that like, it would, it would be a big ask for me to just like go out on a random Friday and like, like do what I used to do, which was like, all right, it's Friday. I'm going to yeah. go to, let me go to GameStop, buy a new game, you know, yeah. for my Xbox or whatever. Like, but I've totally been like, well, I got nothing to do this afternoon. Like, let me see what's on game pass. And I'll just, you know, grab like tunic or some other game that, you know, looks cool. To people to talk about and play through it. You know, like maybe I play through the whole thing. Maybe I play a couple hours. Like who cares? doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. it's, I think it's awesome. So. Yeah, I man. Me too. Um, but yeah, pretty crazy stuff coming out from, uh, from I, Xbox. I wish I was more excited for Starfield. Like I, um, yeah, I don't dude. know. Like I, it's it's real hard to articulate like why I am not excited about this game, and like it just like yeah, and it makes me feel like a, a weird old jaded gamer to even feel this way. But it's like yeah, um, I just know that that game is going to feel like someone just rounding up a toy box of all the Bethesda gameplay mechanics, wrapping it in duct tape, put some space shit on top. And then that's like, that's it, you know? Yeah. Which is fine. I I mean, those mechanics are fun. I guess. What I like is, um, I like the people rooting for it to be a normal buggy Bethesda release because that's their, that's how they get enjoyment out of those games is when they're like a, a total mess. I could, I could, I get that. But, um, yeah, for me, I'm just like, Ah, man, I don't know. I guess maybe this does make me sound like a curmudgeon, but um, I want a tighter, smaller focused game, Mm -hmm. right? And so like the more a game is like, this is the largest game ever and you can visit thousands of planets and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm not gonna. (laughs) Like I'd rather rather you like hand create really cool stuff for me to experience and I'll play through that or whatever, you know? Um, I mean, I love, I do love like in Fallout games and Elder Scrolls games and stuff like that, like, just exploring the world is always really interesting to me, um, especially like Fallout, where it's like, obviously, they try to create, you know, a lived in feel like we've been talking about with like Dismantle mm-hmm. has kind of that lived in feel or it feels like a plausible world, as opposed to like, here's a village where people live, there's nothing else around, but this village exists just so you can go get quests or whatever. Um, so I, I, I can't imagine that feeling replicated on like thousands of planets that are procedurally generated or whatever um i just feel like yeah it's not gonna have any soul i guess no 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 and um i'm trying to find out just how many worlds did you ever play the outer worlds no i have that game i haven't played it i I have it on steam it's on game pass and stuff too but um but yeah so there's um that's a similar game you can just take off from a planet and go to another planet right yeah, but there's um, so I, one of the criticisms <laughs> I saw of this game was that it was short, you know. But like, mm-hmm. and I played through it. I want to say in like 
12 hours maybe nice that's a good sweet spot yeah um and, and it was great you know you hit like um i don't know like half a dozen maybe six or ten planets i don't remember but like you know you go to like very specific locations on these planets and very specific things happen and you know you kind of get like breadcrumb yeah. through the quest and it was it was a really really cool experience where like you um you know there was a a bunch of side quests you could do or not do but you know ultimately yeah. it felt like a very tight experience and like i just have this awful feeling that like um starfield is going to be these games that just has like a bazillion things to do but all those things are going to be very samey and all those yeah. places are going to be yeah. very samey in regards to like how they're designed and what the objectives are and you know all this stuff yeah. you know it's going to be like oh you have to go to this this planet and kill 10 things and collect this you know, yeah. type of plant that's only on this planet. And yeah. you know, just going through the motions of that kind of like, Oh, there's so much content, but it's not like, you know, not randomly generated, but not like really like carefully curated because yeah. there's so much of it. Like, I'm sorry, but I, I just like, don't believe that Bethesda can make a game where there's a thousand planets you can visit. And each of those planets is distinctly different and offers. Right. A dist- I mean, it's just like not, unless like they have hired the entire game industry, just focus solely on this one game. Yeah. Like it's just not how it's going to be, you know? Yeah. It reminds me of like nineties JRPGs where it was like a hundred hour game. Oh my God, you're going to get your money's worth. But Mm -hmm. it's like a a 25 hour game with lots of backtracking and lots of pointless stuff or whatever. Um, Whereas me, I'm like, give me the 25 hour game. That's just focused and good. Um, I don't need to backtrack or pad things and, out you know, or do a million to, to, to be fair, quests. You know, like uh, a lot of Bethesda, and this is certainly true of Skyrim, you know, like if you just lock yourself on that like main, a main quest line. Oh yeah, line, that's like a less than 20 hour game or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, like, you, <clears throat> you'll be done and over. So like, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. but it's just, it's hard to, I don't know. It's like this weird just vibe I have towards these games now where it's like I've played so many of these they just kind of like see the matrix and like, okay, I know exactly yeah. what this game is going to ask me to do. Like, it's just going to be right. like painted a different color this time. And yeah, you know, in space and I feel of, the same way, you know, yeah. which I don't know. It, it like bums me out that I kind of almost like lost that these games like lost their magic in mm-hmm. a way for me, because like, man, I remember like when fallout three came out, like that was one of those games where I just took a week off work. Cause I was like, man, oh, I am yeah. so fucking excited for this game. Yeah. That I want to do literally nothing other than like order delivery Explore. and yeah. <laughs> and play this game for as yeah. long. I did the same as I yeah. can get away with doing that, you know. Yeah. Um, right. and I just like I just like don't have that drive with these Bethesda games anymore because like, you know, they're just so similar. Like I know yeah. it's yeah, I don't know, and maybe it won't be. I mean, maybe I'll just you know maybe I'll be very surprised. I mean, I'm certainly open for that, but yeah. Um, I uh, I also it's like ha- have more of a life than I used to, where I can't well, just sp- yeah. play video games for fourteen hours a day or whatever. So it's like hard to get excited over like limit unlimited content in a game. It's sort of like I want the limited version that works for me better. So yeah. I don't know, but hey, it's on Game Pass. I'll try it for free. Yeah, I mean, who gives well, a shit? Download quote, it, quote free. Play it till yeah. you get bored of it and delete it. That's fine. Right. Exactly. You know yeah. who cares. Totally. totally. Um, so, uh, Point P is another. Uh, you've been playing a lot. Of Point P, the Netflix big Netflix no, release. So, this I, week. I I have yet to really dive into this one, but um, I wanted to bring it up because this is the new game from the creator of Downwell, 
and Downwell is one of my all-time favorite games yeah. on any platform. It's just the best. Um, and it's kind of funny because Downwell, I think, came out in 2015 or 16, something like that, and uh, it, or earlier. I can't remember, but I, I sort like of earlier, but I don't. I'm, I'm not I really not like check that. So oh, I'll look at it. Um, <laughs> I haven't really been like keeping tabs on this guy. Like, what's he been up to? You know what I mean? I haven't really thought about it. Um, and so, well, other like, than releasing Downwell on like literally every platform that could ever exist, yeah, but which, that's more I, that's Devolver Digital. Yeah, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I, I I feel like I read somewhere at some point he was like, "Hey guys, I got a job at like this video game company," and so I'm like done being an indie or something like that. I think that he might have done something like that. Yeah. I mean, but, a lot um, of people hit a point where it's like, "Hey, it would be nice to have like health insurance." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be nice. Um, so anyway, so it's kind of nice to not even know that the Downwell guy is like working on a new game, right? It, this came out of nowhere to me, which I think made it more exciting. Um, yeah. But it's also kind of funny that people are like, um, have been telling him forever that he should make Upwell. And this is kind of Upwell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. Yeah, I, um, I, this game would be, uh, this game would be real hard for me to write a review on because like so much of it is like, um, this like weirdly like indescribable quality that just like yeah. has gone into like every aspect of this game. Like it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to sound like a wacky comparison, but kind of like reminds me of like when I played super Mario world for the first time and it was like, mm-hmm. man, like everything here is so like deliberately well-designed from like the yeah. color palette to like the character animations to like yeah everything else. It's just like, uh, a, a level of attention to detail and things that most like particularly in the indie space where a lot of stuff is kind of scrappy like mm-hmm. just like don't really put that attention to detail in like i don't know it's just yeah. you know the animations the sound the, like, like everything about this is so well done yeah. um it's a very basic kind of like jumping collecting smashing yeah. kind of game you know there's not yeah. not a lot to it but it's like the everything in between those things is, is so extremely well done. That it's just like, God, this is fucking so good. I think there's, um, man, the thing about Downwell that really made it awesome was that um, the like sort of like chaining together, you kind of had to chain things together, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think that's true here where you really need to like chain your fruit gathering together the correct way or whatever. Um, I think it's less about the overall mechanics and more about like that. And that's like the magic of this guy's game design is that he can make something that seems like on the surface, it looks like this basic jumping game or this basic falling down a well game or whatever. Um, But it's like those combos and the scoring and all that stuff that ties it all together and makes it more than it, than it appears. Um, I think that's true here too. So Sean actually wrote a review for this. If if listening people have not read it yet, you should give it a read because five stars, it's uh, that good. Also interesting that this is part of um, Netflix games mm-hmm. because um, you can't play this game unless you have a Netflix subscription. I feel like most people do. I don't know if that's true or not, but a lot of people do. Um, it's like weird because this is the, I don't know if this is the most high profile game they've released or not, but it's up there and it's also not anywhere else. So if you want to play this game, you have to be a Netflix subscriber, right? And so if you don't care about Netflix, but you really care about games and you saw this and you love Downwell and you want to play the new guy's game, 
uh, it, would you subscribe to Netflix to play this game? Well, what I was wondering is like, it, what tier Netflix account do you need to be able to play games? Like, can you just pick like whatever the cheapest one is, or does I don't you have know to have that like... they even have a cheap one anymore. I think oh. it all is like one now. Oh, is it? Because it used before to be... it used to be like, oh, if you want one stream that's not HD. No yeah. discs. I don't even know if they do discs anymore, but probably not. I don't but, think so. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, yeah, it I know like, what you mean, and I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the case anymore or not. Because for a long time, our Netflix was like seven bucks or something. It was like yeah, crazy. Yeah, because I for a long time I just had like the single stream because I was only the one yeah. watching it single stream, no DVDs. Yeah. Like, right, right, right. I don't know. I, um, I but now I think it, it's like twice that now. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess you could make that argument, and I guess you can cancel it anytime too. So you play this game. For oh, they a while still do DVDs. Oh, really? Yeah. Good I lord. I think it's a um, upcharge though. Ten bucks. I for can one see DVD that. Or fifteen for two. Jeez, just go um, buy them. I'm trying to figure um, out. So, like, the, what's confusing to me about the the Netflix um, the Netflix game stuff is that like you kind of still have to like look for it to even know that it really exists. Yeah. I'd okay, be so curious. There's to know. still a basic, a basic plan, uh, good quality video SD 480p watch on a phone, tablet, computer, TV. I hmm. wonder if that includes, uh, yeah, the basic is one stream. Yeah. It's still, it's still a $10 one. I wonder if that hmm. would give you the games. It should. All 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 the Netflix games say is you have to be an active Netflix subscriber. It doesn't mention anything about certain tiers or anything. Mm. And it would be pretty stupid of them to eliminate people that are on the cheapest tier yeah, if they're uh, trying yeah, to make this sure. thing just, a success. Um, I was surprised how seamless this was because like I didn't have yeah. to do shit to And if you have a Netflix app lo- that you're logged into, the game will just know. It's yeah. awesome. I was, but, I was um, very surprised by that because that was a big a big thing <clears> of the game club was like how to handle the, yeah. the cross app yeah authentication yeah. stuff yeah it's pretty sweet man i feel like i don't know how many people outside of like people that follow this sort of thing wouldn't even know that they could have all these games because they're a netflix subscriber or whatever um i feel like the getting the message out is going to be a difficult thing i feel like a lot of people would appreciate it you know what i mean even people that don't really game a lot but i feel like everybody dicks around with games on their phone yeah and if you told somebody like, hey, oh, by the way, since you have Netflix, you can go to this specific library and download any of those for free. People would probably try those. But like, even with like Apple Arcade, I feel like it's a thing because like I've explained, but we're on a family Apple plan. So Pam gets Apple Arcade and Apple Music and all that stuff too. We all do. But like, um, I've explained to her what Apple Arcade is many times before. And like, she still doesn't know. And so I actually downloaded that one, that Crayola game to play with our toddler and um i was telling her about it and i was like yeah it's on apple arcade you can just go download it or whatever and so she did and she ended up getting like the not apple arcade version of this crayola game that's actually like a subscription game and all this stuff and um i was just like no that's not even the same one and i have to be like push this joystick at the bottom of the app store download any of these games you want and that's it but i feel like messaging is maybe not super clear on that for a lot of people or maybe yeah it's just forever, um, i don't know so what was uh what was what was interesting about finding this game was that i netflix to me doesn't show any of the game stuff yeah. um 
with what the algorithm shows me, my fucking net, I mean, my Netflix has me pretty pegged. You know, it's like, hey, you like yeah. dumb '90s right. movies and '80s comedies, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Right, I'll right, show right. you all that. Um, so it didn't uh, doesn't show me any of this. And like, in order to find this game, because I yeah. just knew people were like talking about, oh, a new game from the Downwell guy is on Netflix. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I like I search for Netflix and you know like so Netflix comes up first as well as like everyone else that's like squatting click their, that the name yeah. so yeah and then I had to like click like go into Netflix and yeah. like scroll down and find like other things from this developer yeah. and then like that's where I found the game yeah so well that that's when Apple Arcade has trouble with messaging what exactly it is and what you can do and it lives in a tab at the bottom of the App Store what hope does something like Netflix have where you have to actively go search out these specific Netflix games? They don't even have their own section. Right. Um, and same thing for like game club with, you know, you would have to know to go to game club and look at their other offerings or whatever. Um, yeah. I feel like it's going to be a tricky battle to, for Netflix I, to get the word out that this I mean, is I'm just like thing. really surprised that they're not kind of like pushing it harder in the app you know like because i mean like god they could yeah. do stuff like hey download one of these games and we'll we'll credit your account for a week of free netflix or something like that yeah you know, like easy peasy yeah. um, i know or you know like just draw some conclusions of like oh interesting like this guy watched like all of league of legends arcane he's watched like yeah. you know these yeah. different kind of like toys that made us shows like hmm Oh, he's watched like the fucking Super Mario Super Show. Like maybe yeah, this right. is someone yeah. that maybe likes games. games. Like maybe we yeah. should tell him to download yeah. some of our mobile games that are included in his subscription. Yeah. All I can think. So their announcement or their event they had last week, they announced that um, by the end of the year, that their library is going to have over 50 games. Um, maybe they were trying to build up some games first before really going on like a blitz for this thing. Or maybe they just kind of wanted to like dip their toes before going all out. But I can't imagine why isn't there push notifications? Why doesn't it pop up and we open the Netflix app? Yeah. Why doesn't it, when you I mean, open Netflix like, on your, on your Apple TV or something, why isn't it telling yeah, you about this stuff? I don't know. Why are like, you not even getting like emails from right. Netflix about it? Right. And like I, I, how, how do they have like such a advanced kind of like profile of my specific tastes that they don't know that like, yeah, this is someone that we should be, that would be an early adopter of our games. Easy peasy. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So let's at least like try showing them some stuff. And like, if he clicks on it, then cool. We know otherwise like, all right, we'll, we'll show it three or four times. And then, right. You know, that's it. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to know the method behind the madness on that. Cause it doesn't, yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm just, I really got to think that it's coming and they're just getting their ducks in a row a little bit first or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, if you were, if you're going to kind of like, uh, you know, soak up a whole bunch of content, it definitely would be a way cooler sort of like marketing push. If it was like, guess what? There's, you know, you didn't even know Netflix had games. Well, guess games. what? There's a hundred yeah. really cool right. games made by like yeah. all the coolest developers and yeah, everything else like that. That's probably a lot cooler sort of like marketing push and like, Hey, guess what? There's 12 games. Two of them are based yeah. on stranger things and yeah. Right. You know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know, but I'm, I'm really excited for what they seem to be doing, like particularly with the games that they've released and seem to be signaling that they are going to be releasing in the future with like, man, that trailer, I mean, it was a lot like watching the Microsoft thing. Yeah. I was like, man, uh, yeah, everything There's on here. I'm excited to try. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. and again, just like Game Pass, I mean, maybe I'll download it, play something for 10 minutes and be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like this and delete it. Who cares? Right. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know it's crazy. So I don't know if anybody's listening, I'd be curious to know, I guess you're more tuned into the mobile scene if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, but um, I'd be curious to know who's like jazz about Netflix or who finds it like interesting or even who knew about it or didn't know about it or, yeah. or whatever. Or if you've tried to tell family members about it that have Netflix, like what do you even do? Cause I was like trying to picture like if I sit, you know, like group text with all my friends in it, if I, texted them and was like hey anybody has netflix can play all these games check it out like would anybody actually care because i have some friends who have apple arcade who are like oh i found some cool games on apple arcade it was like Uh, it took them a while to realize that they could do that i mean that's what's been surprising to me about like a lot of this stuff i feel like everyone everyone is feeling some level of content fatigue with like how much stuff there is out there that you can do that like um you know a bunch of group chats and you're like i'll find you know, games every now and again on, you know, like mobile or steam or whatever else that I'm like, Oh man, I know my friends will love this, you know? And I'll be like, Hey dude, you guys got to check out this game. Like it's on sale right now or it's free or, you know, just just give it a look. Like, I think it's really, really cool. Um, and then like, I'll follow up on it. Like you'll go out to dinner with friends or or talk about a few weeks later. Like, Oh, did you check out the game? Oh no. No, I don't have time for that. (laughs) You know, it's like, man, that's, you know, it's just like, I I got a bunch of stuff on my phone already or, you know, like whatever else. So like, yeah, I don't know. That's that's going to be an interesting solve for like all of these different, and this is not exclusive to Netflix, not exclusive to Microsoft, not exclusive to Apple. Like everyone's going to be facing the same thing, where it's like, you know, you have infinite things that you can spend your time on now. And like, I mean, look you... at TV and movies; it's hitting yeah. that same problem where it's like too much stuff for everybody to watch. It's overload. Oh yeah, games. I mean, games like, are getting there. I haven't been to the theater to see a movie since 2019. And I don't yeah. feel like I'm missing anything at all. Right. I right. mean, like, sure, you know, like, you know, seeing friends talk about, oh, Top Gun was cool. This thing happened in Top Gun. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. neat. I'm, I'll see it eventually. Like, I don't. Right. You know, like, I. Or I not. Just, I don't really care. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like so much now yeah. that yeah. where I was like, you know, I remember being like a teenager or whatever. It was like, fuck, dude, like all I'm looking forward to is this stupid matrix movie. Like, I yeah, can't right. wait. Like, this is the only thing that like, I just, it comes out in three weeks. Like. I, that's all I can think about. Like I'm so excited for it and, and everything else. And now it's yeah. just like, I got a million things I could watch right now that I don't have time for. I have a ton of games that I don't even have time to download. Like, you know, that yeah. sort of stuff. And I don't know. Yeah. And it's interesting to know that it's not just like me that feels this, you know, it's like quote unquote, like normal people that I know that. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. I feel like everybody, Everybody has that feeling, at least in some sense. And I mean, it's, I don't it's, even feel like it's that new of a feeling. No, because my it, whole life, there's been like, you haven't seen this movie, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, I haven't. I movies take yeah. two hours. <laughs> well, but now, I mean, I feel like you know, it, the same thing that, that I just explained with games, like happens with shows all the time too, where it's like, you know, like League of Legends, Arcane. Like we were, we were like, we were telling our friends about, it. like anyone that would listen, I was like, man, I, you know, like Lindsay doesn't even really know what league of legends is but she loved this show i mean the animation was so good the art was so good like everything about it was great you gotta check it out and it's like oh yeah okay cool add to my list you know it's like the strongest recommendation that i've given like a tv series in a while i was like oh yeah sure god yeah it's cool watch it eventually i probably watch it someday yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's how everything is now uh anywho um check out point p that's the, the the point of all this is to play uh, Point P. Terrible name, I think. Um, if you have Netflix, because it's the download guy's new game. Um, and then another story I thought I'd mention because you played Octopath Traveler. I never I did. And I never Octopath cared about Traveler. it. But 
the uh, the mobile game, the mobile exclusive prequel is coming out. See, I, um, I this is this is a perfect example of a game that like I should be very excited for, uh, but I'm just like eh. Square no, Enix mobile uh, game. I just like don't know. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, July 27th, so it's about a month and a half away, and um, I don't know. It's these things, man. You know, it's like I've I've been to this rodeo where it's like, know, oh, it's, like thick, <laughs> it's a thing I love with filled with content and characters that I enjoy, and it's going to be this big fiasco to try and get sucked into it and all this stuff, and then at the end of it. I'm going to feel unfulfilled when I delete this game that I just, I eventually spent a hundred dollars on or whatever. Or because it's square Enix, they just like turn it off. It just stops working. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess if it has, if something like this has like an actual story and an actual thing to play through and experience and it adds to the lore of the bigger game or whatever, I'm a little more for it, but I feel like more often than not, these games are like, a greatest hits of all the characters you mm-hmm. care about that are just in like an infinitely playable collectathon type thing or yeah, whatever. Exactly. And that can, that can be enjoyable for things that you're into. And like, trust me, there's that, there's that game for basically any property you can think of. Um, so if you're really into star Wars, there's a star Wars one. you collect star Wars characters and it's a thing to fill in some time and you don't have to think about too hard and that's fine. But like, I'm just fatigued on that sort of thing. And like, if I was like an Octopath Traveler fan who really cared about the, the lore and the story and the characters in the world, um, I would want something more substantial. Yeah, see, this this doesn't prequel game. So. The, tra- the tra- is there, there's not much more than just the trailer now, right? Like, uh, you know, the, the not trailer, that I know of, but so... I haven't been following this that closely. Okay. This is more of a Mikhail thing, but I mean, it looks it doesn't look like a collectathon. I mean, it yeah. looks very much like the Octopath Traveler game, and like so. It you might know, be for realsies. They could make something interesting out of this because like the, the thing that I liked so much about Octopath Traveler as a game and the, the reason I give it such a strong recommendation is that like um, so much of, uh, you know, again, this is kind of jaded gamer speak. So please, you know, excuse me for that because <laughs> I don't mean yeah. it to sound that way. But like, yeah, you know, I almost kind of like get tired of JRPGs in a way and that like so many of yeah. them kind of like follow this like, like, grandiose story where it's like oh this small teenage boy in a you know a small little town is going to be right. the one that like ultimately saves the world kind of thing right, whereas right. like um octopath traveler is kind of vibes closer to like um like playing a, a dungeons and dragons sort of like module based uh-huh. game where it's just like okay cool well we're flipping to this character now like here's mm-hmm. you know a problem that their little part of the world is dealing with and it's they're gonna like rise center up. around like one thing yeah and, and I, I really appreciate how it was like it felt like it really to me vibed like all right this is like the friday night dungeons and Dragons session like here's the little adventure that we're going on yeah and it's like you know you introduce characters you have a little story you have kind of yeah. a, a pretty cool conclusion that answers kind of like the problem at the beginning and then you yeah. move on to the next one. Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah. man, this fucking rules because like, yeah, it, it doesn't give you, uh, at least with, with Octopath Traveler, I didn't get kind of like that JRPG fatigue where it's like, Oh my God, I've been playing this for like eight hours and it's like so clear <laughs> that I like, I haven't even really left yeah. like the starter right. area yeah. and like, it's hard to yeah. see where this one's going. And like, right. I don't know, like, if I can invest the other, you know, 92 hours into this to actually like see the ending, yeah. like 
you could play these like little chunks in a few different hour sessions and like mm-hmm. really get what felt like a meaningful gameplay experience out of it. So like, yeah. if they sort of do a similar thing on mobile where it's like, okay, cool, we're going to take that idea, but kind of like compress it even further. So it's like, mm-hmm. these are little mini stories about these little individual characters and conflicts and stuff inside mm-hmm. of like a context of mobile. Like that could be yeah. really, really cool. However, yeah. I've played many Square Enix mobile games and I am not foolish enough to think that that will be the case. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, know? you there. Yeah. Like, and I would love, I would love every to be once pleasantly in a while surprised. They do it right, but yeah. I mean, yeah. there's nothing I would love more than to be pleasantly surprised and have this be a really yeah. fucking awesome game in yeah. a universe of a game that I love that yeah. is really fun and yeah. really cool and is done very tastefully and everything yeah. else. Like, I would love that, but I just, you know, when you look at Square Enix's releases over the years, like that's just not really their thing on mobile. Right. Yeah, totally. Well, so. we'll see. So next month it launches, we'll find out if our dreams come true or if they are shattered. Um, I, I feel like e- both are equally plausible. Yeah, flip flip the coin. Um, the last thing I had to talk about this week is something I'm personally very excited about. Hero Emblems 2 has a release date. It is June 23rd. That is next week. Um, I don't know if anybody's been following along, but the original Hero Emblems um, I think we talked about this on the podcast a came couple out weeks a ago, but long time ago, right? Like 2013, maybe something like that. Um, yeah, definitely came out quite a while ago, but, um, for my money, the best match three RPG out there because it's an actual RPG. It's not just a match three game with like some RPG systems well, also built on it. Pre- premium game too. So no, no shenanigans. Also just... a premium game, which was like very, um, uncommon for that genre mm-hmm. um i think like puzzle quest 2 came out as just a premium port very early in the iphone's life and it was great and then um after that they realized that they could do free-to-play puzzle quests <laughs> and make a bajillion more dollars um so oh 2015 is when hero emblems came out so oh, okay anyway yeah um, i mean see, yeah, see, i think sequel... this like really uh circles right back to what we talked about at the beginning of the fucking podcast about how yeah no good premium games like here's right you know 2015 is when hero emblems came out and it was a fully paid i think it was like 399 or something like that for the best match 3 rpg um so anyway came out in 2015 was really popular we loved it a lot um the sequel was announced in the fall of 2016 and so that was six years ago almost um Every year it felt like they were like, it's just, it's almost done. We're going to have more news. It's coming out this summer. It's coming out this winter. It's coming out next summer. Every time that seemed like they were close to releasing, something would happen. And this developer, I forget what country they're in, but they are not based in the U.S. or anything like that. But they um, aren't, they don't communicate a lot, right? Like even their Twitter is like, they'll go months and months or years without even like tweeting something. Yeah. And um, so it just became this weird thing where it was sort of like, right when you get that feeling of like, is that thing even still in the works or what's going on with that? They would come out with like a new trailer or something and then it would reignite your excitement and you'd be like, Oh, it still exists. Mm -hmm. It's coming soon. They said summer, but then summer would come and go. And then you'd be like, well, what's going on with this thing? And because they're not like communicating anything, you just had no idea. And so there's no doubt many people that had like given up on this over the last six years. Um, so that aspect of it is really exciting too. The fact that this thing did come through, I think it's like a team of like two or three. So it's like, 
admirable that they're um, finishing something, even though it took way longer than they expected. Um, and yeah, it exists. It's available for pre-order if you want to pre-order it. Um, it's a real thing. This is no, they're not going to suddenly say it's not coming out. I don't think I think yeah. it's actually coming this time. Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, $5.99 pre-order uh, comes out next week. And uh, should they sent us codes. Sean is playing it for review. That should get people excited for a Sean review of uh, the new hero emblem. So good on them. I'm happy this thing is finally coming. I've been looking forward to this game for a really long time. It's going to be very hard to top the first game. So got a lot of not only expectations to, to live up to a good preceding game, but also the years of anticipation to, le- to live up to too, where people are like, dude, come on. Thing was announced six years ago where yeah. this better be really good. It takes six years. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm excited about that next week. We'll probably be able to talk about it on podcasts. I think. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for that. Yeah. Ask him for a code um, for me. Goddamn. What's that? Ask him for a code for me. I, I can do that. I want to play this yeah, game man. now. I, don't I can hook wait. you up, bro. I, you're already I making me wait for my fucking MiU Mini V2. Piece of shit. Yeah, so cool. Oh, man. Um, it, it plays Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. It's so cool. Oh, You've man. never seen anything like I, it. I just wish I had something in my house that I could do that <laughs> on. I just don't. How, how can I play these old games without I just it? don't. Um, it is. I, I do really like it, though. It is fun. The you know, smallness the, the dumbest thing about this great. was, I, like, you were you were making fun of me about like oh well you could you're playing the rom organizer or whatever and i was like mm-hmm. oh, i can't wait for my me you to get here fuck i wish it wasn't taking so long maybe i'll hack my nes classic finally yeah, and i'm just like how right. is this even like the same urge like what is wrong with me? i don't know i don't know man <laughs> it's fine it'll come it'll be fine it'll be exciting for a day and then you'll be like yeah it's another thing yeah it's cool yeah um we there's no play date discussion this week because there was no new no game, right? game uh, yeah so like the one thing that i wanted to talk about it kind of worries me that yeah. like there isn't more of a stir surrounding like just no games coming out this week for whatever reason you know well i i was not aware of that because i have all the games already because i had the review unit so i didn't know no games came out this week till you said something but um yeah like let me see um yeah, you were saying nobody seemed to really care. Was there a problem, or did they specifically take a week off for a reason or something? I it have, doesn't say. I have no idea. Um, what's weird though is that um, I don't know if like some people are getting their games or. Oh really? Like, did so... you specifically go online with yours and like check for new games or check yeah, for updates yeah, or so... anything? We're on week nine now. Where the fuck is my play date anyway? Let me check again. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like this this week, like some people are talking about like inventory hero, which I definitely didn't get. Oh, there's oh. a system hmm. update available though. So I wonder if that That's weird because uh that is skipping it. a couple of games to get to that one. Oh really? I wonder if there's a glitch. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Week nine is supposed to be Snack and Sasquatchers. Okay, yeah, so. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, so there's like one person that is like, hey, is Panic (laughs) aware of this or should I submit a trouble (laughs) ticket kind of thing? Um, You know, I don't don't know what to make of that um, because they sold 20,000 of them or at least 
seemingly did. I don't know how many people canceled because you could cancel right up to the point they shipped. And shipping took a good long time, like a year. So a lot of people could have canceled, but even if they sold, even if they didn't, even if half people canceled, they still sold 10,000 of these things. And you would think there'd be more people out there kind of talking about it and stuff. But I just haven't been paying much attention. I haven't gone looking for that community. So I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm doing a system update, too, it looks like. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's. I mean, like, the only stuff that, I mean, like, no one's really talking about this anymore. It's like the subreddit just has, you know, a couple people that are like, hey, I haven't heard jack shit from Panic about, yeah, my yeah. shipment got lost in the mail. Or, yeah. um, hmm. you know, like, it seems weird we haven't heard anything on, like, Group 2 stuff. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't know. This just kind of, like, plays into sort of what we were saying before this thing launched where it's just like, I, I, it seems so odd that they're not like doing more to mm-hmm. like keep people hyped up about this thing. Like, I don't, I wonder if, um, also the way that things were manufactured, they kind of hinted that there was definitely like batches. Right. And so batch one came in, people started getting them. They got sent out really quickly. It seemed like all of a sudden it was like a flood of like, Oh, all these people that pre-ordered are getting there. But maybe there's like a hard stopping point to that while they wait for more to be manufactured. And so there's going to sure, be a lag. Like, you know, if you, so I mean, I, I guess I don't really have a good estimation of how many people would have been in group one. I mean, like surely several hundred people, if not yeah. a thousand or yeah. more, know you know, either. like, yeah. um, you know, the, of the initial people that are on the same like game release cadence that I am. Right. Yeah. Right. And to have, as far as I can tell one other person that said like anything about this. Yeah. Seems like I almost yeah. wonder if this has just been like relegated to desk drawer for a lot of people or maybe <laughs> a lot of people predicted that you know, like it's a thing you dick around with for five minutes and then put in your drawer for ever. Yeah. And maybe that's the case. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. um, well, we can both update and see. Maybe we can do our play discussion a double dose next week or something like that. Because I got a, some loud kids on their way home. They're going to be bursting through the door any second. So Although, I'm going to wait a minute. I think we I should have... wrap things up. So I have oh, inventory I hero and spell corked in my library, but they're like really out of order. Oh, weird. And I didn't unwrap them either. Okay. As far as I know, maybe I did. I that sounds like they had a problem then, because those are and these just showed up as soon as I did the system update. I think I definitely didn't notice <laughs> these before. I do love the personality of Playdate. How there's like right, it's applying the update and there's just fireworks going off. All right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll spend um, some time with those. We'll do. A, 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 well, I guess we'll see what happens on Monday, right? Like, well, we'll see what actually comes out or not. You know, it sounds like they had a problem with pushing out what was supposed to happen because it sounds like. They might have skipped ahead on accident or something like that. Because I definitely did not hit inventory hero before. Yeah, and you do now. Because I remember seeing okay. it in the Discord, being like, "Oh, inventory, that sounds cool." Because I like pick pack yeah. pup, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Oh well. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's weird because I have. I think it, the review unit has like the media preview section. It's all the season's games unlocked already, and then down below it has season one. And that has the games in order. 
but it never released past the first week of game. So I have like casual burger and white, whitewater wipeout in that section, but it didn't, I thought it would slowly add those games to that section. So I could sort of keep in cadence with everyone else, but it, it didn't do that. So I don't even know why that section exists, but anyway. Okay. We'll look into that for next week. I'm going to wrap things up here. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. And uh, of course, uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash touch arcade. Also, uh, do your Amazon shopping. If you're going to buy a MiU Mini the smart way, like through Amazon, where you get it shipped to you really quick or whatever. Um, you can go to toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon first and uh, use our little affiliate link action. That helps us out a lot. So with all that, thanks again for listening. We'll be back with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show next week. See ya.